It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This is the Game Misconduct Podcast with Don LaGreca. And welcome to the Tuesday edition of Game Misconduct. I am Don LaGreca. Apologies for nothing on Monday, but we had a remote on the Michael K. Show in Connecticut, and it was about two hours away from where I live, so thought might be able to get something done early or later in the day and and just wasn't able to so we shifted it over to today so hopefully that's cool and it allows us to congratulate the Colorado Avalanche they advanced to the Stanley Cup final for the first time since they won their last cup in 2001 clean sweep of the Edmonton Oilers can't say I was overly surprised by it Um, certainly game one was very telling um, not being able to grab that win for Edmonton. That was their one shot of kind of hanging around in this series. And then it just was non-competitive the rest of the way. And then having to play without Evander Kane last night, serving the one-game suspension, and rightly so, for the boarding penalty on Nazem Kadri, And then Kadri didn't play. And now we could be looking at maybe a 9-10 day rest, depending on how long Tampa and New York goes in the east for Kemper to come back and Kadri to come back and you know we'll see where the other injured players lie but Colorado is going to be the favorite no matter who they face because this is a team that is very 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 good and you just saw that in the third period last night 3-1 you figure all right Edmonton at home they're going to win they're going to force a game five but Colorado would not have it they just kept coming and they just kept coming they just kept coming and uh, they just have so much offensive firepower. Now, there's always going to be questions of goal. Even a healthy Kemper, I thought Franzos did what he could as a backup goaltender. Certainly, the goaltending is always going to be something that's going to be a bit of a question mark for this team, but it didn't stop him from finishing first in the conference. Hasn't stopped them in the playoffs. Only two losses, both of them coming in the St. Louis series. So they've got two sweeps of Nashville and Edmonton on their docket as they wait for Tampa and New York. And that's just going to be, as I said, going to be a major advantage for them moving forward because they're going to be able to rest a lot of these players. And no matter who they play, they're going to have way less games than everybody else. I mean, the Avalanche are really poised here, as we thought for much of the season, to be the favorite to win the Cup. Now, we'll see who they face and all that, but you're looking at at least two more games of the Eastern Conference Final here. So even if the Rangers were to win the next two games, we're still looking at having to wait till the weekend for the Stanley Cup Final to start. Uh, And that's an if the Rangers win both games. If not, you could be looking at late next week, and it could be nine, ten days again of a serious layoff, kind of what Tampa went through after sweeping their second-round series against Florida, waiting for the Rangers, and it certainly didn't go well to start this series for Tampa. But uh, Colorado has got it going on right now. Uh, I've had nothing but respect for Jared Bednar. I think he's a terrific, terrific coach. This team is deep. They're well run. Joe Sackick has done a tremendous job. So they deserve to be here, and they will wait their opponent coming up. So we'll see how it goes. But McKinnon with 11 goals uh, in these playoffs. Lekkinen was a tremendous acquisition for them at the deadline. Uh, Landeskog, he's just been terrific as well. Their blue line has played terrifically. Uh, When you look at Taves, what he's been able to accomplish here. McCarr, one of, if not the best defensemen in the National Hockey League. There's just not... 
there's just nothing that really you can say negative about the team but you know the goaltending and as far as Edmonton is concerned terrific team as well they they can hang their head high for what I thought was a tremendous season I don't think anybody thought they'd go to the conference final I didn't think they'd get by Calgary I did pick them to beat Los Angeles but for them to be able to fight as hard as they did to get out of the first round take uh care of Calgary in short order um, but their goaltending just wasn't good enough and I, I I hate to criticize Mike Smith because I'm a fan and I think he was a terrific goaltender but at 40 years old he's just not the goaltender at this stage of his career to lead a team to a Stanley Cup we knew that the fact that he led them to a conference final was a Herculean accomplishment Dreisaitl was not a hundred percent I thought he gave a tremendous effort doing the best that he could McDavid, terrific players, all up and down for those two. Terrific series as well, uh, putting up point historic point totals um, in in these three rounds. Just really epic, and I'm glad that those two players specifically, McDavid and Dreisaitl, got some attention. And you hate getting swept in the third round, but it just didn't seem right that these two great players were not making the playoffs or exiting in the first round. They deserve to kind of get that high profile. Uh, around the nation, not just in Canada, not just in their neck of the woods in Western Canada to be able to get that national exposure. And it didn't come in a winning effort, but uh, they can hang their head pretty high. I thought they were coached uh, amazingly well. I thought that was a great decision to be able to make uh, the coaching change when they did. I thought that was very helpful for them too. So we'll see where Edmonton goes. Uh, I think obviously the goaltending has to be addressed. Uh, but it doesn't have to be the greatest goaltender when you got that kind of offense. Colorado's certainly proving that. It was just the avalanche time. It's been a few years that they've been really good, just couldn't get over the hump, getting out of the first round, getting out of the second round. Now that they have, the sky's the limit. Colorado paid their dues. They deserve this. But uh, I think you have to acknowledge the kind of year that uh, Edmonton had all those years. Ryan Nugent Hopkins has been on this team before the other guns got here and and did his job. Uh, The acquisition of Hyman and Keith were great as well. So a good job by Edmonton getting there. I'm sure they're you know, feeling down, getting swept. It, uh, when you get swept, it almost feels like did we even belong there? But they did, uh, and they, they what they did in those rounds against Los Angeles and Calgary are not going to be forgotten in Edmonton in a long time. And now they'll try to not have what happened to them the last time they made a run when they went to Game Seven of the Stanley Cup Final in 2006, and then were not heard from for a decade. I mean, they we hope that that's not going to be the case here. Hopefully, this is the building block to something new. And before we get off the series and switch over to the East. One thing, one little favor for Don LaGreca. I don't know if anybody else agrees with me, but those Edmonton uniforms got to go, man. They've got classic uniforms going back to those Gretzky days, and I don't know what they're doing here with this two-color orange and dark blue. It just it doesn't have any history. It's like an Etch-a-Sketch. I don't like it at all. Like so. flush it. Hopefully, we get some uh, get rid of those uniforms. I, I understood why they continue to ride it because they were having so much success. But now that they got swept, and maybe next year we can just forget about those uniforms. And looking at the crowd, I didn't see a lot of fans wearing that jersey, so I don't think the fans really dig it either. Uh, maybe somebody from Edmonton or an Oiler fan around the nation can tweet at me and let me know what you think uh, about that uh, that uniform. Maybe uh, getting hidden in the closet someplace, and we don't have to worry about it again. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. 
Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. All right, game four tonight, Rangers and the Lightning from Tampa. Uh, we're waiting on the uh, situation with um, two injured players. Barkley Goudreau, who took a shot off his foot, did return to the game, limping around, but it looks like he's going to be a go. Ryan Strom's the question mark. He got hurt early in the second period on Sunday, tried to return for a shift later on in the period, couldn't go. Um, on the ice today, but certainly not looking great. Certainly... They play coy. Gerard Gallant wouldn't give us any information. Injuries, forget about it. You'd find out more what happened to the 18 minutes through a race from the Nixon tapes before you're going to be able to find out injured players in the postseason in the NHL. But it could hurt, and especially when you're going to be asking more from Goudreau if Strom's hurt. Because the logic would say they'd keep the kid line together, bump Goudreau up to the second line, and then have... Kevin Rooney play the fourth line role so if Goudreau is kind of nursing an injury now you're asking him to play more minutes on the second center line that could be tough for the Rangers as well Uh, I think the the positives for the Rangers even though they missed a real opportunity to be able to finish it off tonight if they could have held on to the two nothing lead but I think too much is being made of the two nothing lead because it became a special teams game Rangers got both their goals on the power play. Tampa comes back getting both of their goals on the power play. And then you saw what happened in the third period and obviously late in the game when Palat scored the goal. I mean, they had 19 shots of their 52 in the third period. So clearly Tampa was the better team, and yet still it took a last-second goal to clinch the game. So the Rangers have to feel like they're going to play better. I don't know if Tampa can think they can play any better. Vasilevsky I thought was very good. Although only faced 30 shots, I thought he was way better than he was in the first two games of the series. Stamkos woke up. Kucherov woke up. Palat had the big goal. So this Tampa team was going to be heard from, and they were heard from loudly with the possession time and the shots on goal, but not so much as far as what the final score was. So Rangers have to feel good in that sense. But still, Tampa can go out there and do the exact same thing again tonight, and now you're in a best of three. So the Rangers don't want to let Tampa all the way back in this. This is a huge, huge game tonight. Uh, I think if the Rangers win this game, they'll be fine, uh, and they'll probably wrap it up at home on Thursday. But a Tampa win, we could be staring at another seven-game series again. And even though I've been begging Ranger fans not to think into the future, but if you are going to allow yourself to kind of fantasize about going to the Stanley Cup Final, clearly, the longer this series goes. For both of these teams, the harder it's going to be for them to be able to beat Colorado. Now, Tampa's got no choice. It's got to at least go six because of the two spot they hand to the Rangers to start the series. But if the Rangers want to compete with Colorado... The best way to do that, win these next two games, get as much rest as possible before you start the finals, because if you've got to go all the way to the 14th, and there, and that that would be on a Tuesday, and then they may be starting the Stanley Cup on that Thursday. I mean, so there, it might be every other day for the Rangers until the scene, until the Cup's finally awarded. So, uh, again, you don't want to think too much about this because this series isn't guaranteed. Tampa's already kind of dug their grave. they got to go at least six. Rangers, if they could win these two, win it in five, gives them a little bit of, I think, a a better shot against a just stacked Colorado team that is really going to use that rest with some of the players they have banged up because I would think Kadri would be okay. He was ruled out of the rest of the third round, had Edmonton won last night. 
I think he'll be ready for game one of the Stanley Cup final. And Kemper looks like he could have even played last night. There was speculation he might come into the third period of that game last night for Francois. So I would think he'd be ready for game one uh, as well. Gerard will have to wait and see what's happening with that. But, you know, certainly something for the Rangers to think about. Plus, the longer this series goes the possibility of Braden Point returning and making the, the Lightning that much deeper offensively. So we'll see what happens with uh, Strom, and we'll see what happens with Goudreau. I thought Shostakhin was terrific, as he's been pretty much since you know games three and four of the Pittsburgh series. He has just been unbelievable, even in defeat, since the two times he got pulled in the Pittsburgh series, which feels like you know a hundred years ago. Uh, if you're a Ranger fan following this, like so much has happened since then, you don't even worry about uh, the goaltending situation. So uh, that's where we stand tonight. ESPN, of course, has game four tonight and the rest of the way. And, of course, uh, ABC will have the Stanley Cup final beginning whenever it's going to begin. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, wanted to touch on something was a little bit of a surprise yesterday, and that is the firing of Bruce Cassidy in Boston. We kind of felt like it's possible that he could have been let go because there was no vote of confidence at all when the season came to an end. I think it's a mistake. I think he's a terrific coach, and I would not be surprised that before these playoffs are over, he lands a gig someplace. We'll see what Florida does uh, with their coaching situation, whether they remove the interim tag from Andrew Burnett. Winnipeg's looking for a coach. Certainly, um, Cassidy is going to find a job. There's no question. I, I'm, I'm really surprised by it. I know Boston had an early exit, but still, uh, I don't think there was any shame in losing to Carolina, and they pushed it as far as they could, winning all their home games, losing in Game 7. And now with the possibility of um, Patrice Bergeron ending his career, boy, Boston's going to look a lot different. New coach, new leader uh, in that room. They still have a young blue line for sure, but... Um, and they're not that long in the tooth um, as you think, but still some of their stars, you know, Bergeron could be gone. Uh, Marchand's getting up there in age two. Uh, the goaltending situation is relatively new now that Rask is out of the picture. So, But it'll be a little bit uh, of a different look for the Boston Bruins going to the next year. So I'm not sure how I feel about that. Not sure how Bruin fans feel about that, but uh, I was just a little surprised that they let him go. Um, but not overly surprised just hearing how things were when uh, everything uh, came to an end at the end of the season. So let's hear from you uh, at Don LaGreca, hashtag game misconduct. Let's start with Sam Diaz, one of our favorites. He says, how can either the Lightning or the Rangers beat the Avalanche? I know the loss of Kadri hurts them, but they're still so deep offensively. Would the matchup against their third-line defense be a key? Kemper and Francois can be beaten. Rangers, abs could be a lot of fun. I mean, both series would be a lot of fun for sure. I mean, the goaltending is the only question. And I think Kadri will be back in time for the final. We'll see. Unless they were just playing coy. But it, 
their goaltending's an issue. But sometimes when you've got a team as good as they are, that goaltending may doesn't necessarily have to be a problem. I mean, they've only lost two games, and and it wasn't like they haven't had to switch goaltenders on the fly during this run either. Uh, and they just ran, wiped the floor with uh, with with Nashville and Edmonton, and you know St. Louis. Give them credit; they hung in there, heart of a champion, and all that. But uh, that's the only two games that they've lost the entire playoffs. So the goaltending has not been a problem. Uh, it's hard for me to picture either of these goaltenders being on a cup winner, um, especially when you'd have to be going against Vasilevsky or Shesterkin in the conf- in the uh, Stanley Cup final. But hey, it's a good team in front of them, really, as well. Coach team as well. Uh, Julian says, what player is the biggest X factor for the Rangers tonight? Well, certainly the health of Strom is going to be important. And if he can't go, a lot of attention is going to be on Goodrow. Uh, the X factor, I always believe, has been Keandre Miller. I think he's such an underrated player, him contributing. And I would like to see how Truba bounces back as well. I mean, those three penalties he committed in Game 3 were killer, led to two power play goals, and, and wiped out half of a Ranger four-minute power play in the third period when the game was tied. So I expect Truba to bounce back as well, maybe a big hit in this game that kind of turns the series. But those are some of the players that I'm looking at. Jeff, on the same note, says, Don, who needs to step up tonight, Truba or Panarin? Well, Truba certainly because of the misgivings in Game 3. Getting a little bit more from Panarin outside of what he contributes on the power play has just been a theme for this team the entire playoffs. Chris says, Hi, Don. For almost 40 years, the Rangers had Van Beesbrook, Richter, Lundqvist, now Shesterkin. How have they been so successful at drafting and developing goaltenders, and why hasn't there been more copycat of their success? Uh, sometimes it's just fortune, right? I mean, what was what was Lundqvist taken in the sixth round? So it's hard to believe that the Rangers even believed in him when they drafted him. Um, and then Shesterkin, obviously a higher pick, but um, I don't think anybody expected him to be at this particular level. And, you know, Van Beesbrook and Richter, you're going back a long way, a different regime. But at least Lundqvist and Shesterkin, a lot of credit has to be given to Benoit Allaire, uh, goaltending coach for the Rangers. He has survived, what, four coaches, I think, in this span because everybody realizes how good he is. He's one of the two or three greatest is, is his job in the world. So at least for Lundqvist and, and Shesterkin. And what they've gotten out of backups, too. I mean, when when, when Lundqvist got hurt, um, ta- uh, um, they had um, some guys that were able to come in and do a tremendous job backing up Lundqvist and Shesterkin, too. I think he's done a great job with Georgiev. Cam Talbot, I thought he did a really good job with going back to uh, Valaket, if you want to go back that far, Kevin Weeks. I mean, they've had a lot of good goaltenders besides just the guys that have been their starters. Uh, Daniel says, if only the Oilers had a goalie, McJesus and Dreisaitl wasted this magical postseason. Well, granted, that was their biggest Achilles heel for sure. Um, and you'll know, give Colorado was the better team, so. I don't know if they had the greatest goaltender in the world, whether it made that much of a difference because there were other things. Dreisaitl not being 100%. They got tremendous performance out of Evander Kane, then lost him uh, in Game 4. But the series was already decided by then. I'll, it'll be interesting to see what they, how they address the goaltending. And it's not just Mike Smith. I mean, Mike Smith's going to be 41 years old next year. So at some point, they're going to have to address the situation. Costigan, I don't know if it answers that at all. So we'll see, um, because they have a tremendous amount of players there. 
uh, to make it happen um, in front of whoever the goaltender is. Yankees and Penguins says, hi, Don. What do you think about David Quinn potentially coaching the Bruins? I'd love to see it. Um, Obviously, Boston guy um, in in every way, shape, or form seems to kind of fit right in there. I'd love to see it. Um, It depends on how... Um, Cam Neely kind of looks at what what he thinks of this Boston team because he might want somebody with experience because he feels like they could take another kick at the can um, where David Quinn doesn't have a ton of experience other than his head coaching duties with the New York Rangers on the NHL level. He was an assistant for a little bit in Colorado, but uh, I think he'd be an excellent choice for sure. But will they look for more of a veteran presence? Do they t- try to take a deep dive on, on Barry Trotz, who could be somebody that might be able to to spur them on? When is it okay to kick the tires on Joel Quinville again? You know, is 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 what what is the time period where you say, okay, now we can venture back in allowing him to coach again? Is it never? Is it a couple of years? I mean, we're a year removed from it. You know, certainly he had to be let go of the Florida job and, and missed out on what could have been something special there with the Panthers. Maybe they don't get beaten in the second round if Joel Quinville's the coach as far as Andrew instead of Andrew Burnett. Uh, is it too soon? Uh, does it matter? I, I don't know, but it's a, it's a really interesting question moving forward on how that's going to uh, be able to work itself out. But uh, they'll have some choices, that's for sure. Donnell says, so the Avalanche sweep the Oilers in the Western Conference Final last night, Don. Did you thought would be a sweep, or did you think it would be a sweep of the Avalanche favorite in the finals against the Rangers or Lightning? I, I picked the Avalanche in five, so I didn't really give the Oilers much of a chance. And listen, Colorado's going to go in as the favorite against either of these teams, just because I think that they've had that kind of a year as the one seed and, and how they're just going to have more rest and how they wipe through everybody else. Another factor is um, how they played, at least the Rangers off the top of my head during the regular season, it was like men against boys, Colorado winning both of those games. Now, that was earlier in the season. I think the Rangers are much better uh, than they were at the times they played Colorado, which was much earlier in the season. But those aspects will probably have Colorado being the favorite, and Colorado will have home ice advantage no matter who advances. So the Avalanche will have games one and two in Denver whenever it starts. And finally, um, Taryn says, I know you're a long way, ways out, but if the Rangers win the Stanley Cup, who will be the first to hoist the cup, being nobody has the C? Uh, yeah, I hate that question being asked because it's really a lot of there's six more wins to get. You finish this series first before we start talking about the other, but so many people have asked me about it. So I think it's fair. I I would believe it would be Chris Kreider just because of the longevity. He's the longest serving New York Ranger. He wears the A. Um, so, you know, Truba is new. Goudreau is new. Strom is fairly new. I mean, there's a listen, Kreider's been here for over a decade. So I would think Chris Kreider would be the one that would be handed the Stanley Cup if the Rangers are so fortunate to get there. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. All right, we'll be back again tomorrow because usually we try to keep it Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And then since tomorrow's Wednesday, we'll dive into it. And by then, we'll know where we are, either 2-2 or 3-1 in this series. A little bit closer to maybe having some information, although I don't think they would really... If I'll tell you this, if the if the if the Lightning win tonight and the series is tied at two, I can see the National Hockey League giving you a date because now at least you're going six, and I don't think they want too long of a layoff. So I, I'm not guaranteeing it, but I would think that maybe if Tampa wins and you know you're at least going until the 11th of June for for a game six, and there's a there's an extra day before game seven. Game seven is going to be it's Saturday the 11th, and it'll be Tuesday the 14th if there's a game seven. Um, so I don't think they'll wait until then. I think if it goes 3-1, they'll probably wait just to see. But if it goes 2-2, guaranteeing two more games being played, guaranteeing playing on the 11th, then I think the National Hockey League will probably announce a date to start the series. That's just my guess. So maybe we'll have some information on that tomorrow. If you're a Ranger fan, hopefully not, because they'll be up 3-1. If you're a Tampa fan, hopefully there will, because the series is even at 2. So we'll be back with you again. Tomorrow, I want to get in touch with me at Don LaGreca, hashtag game misconduct. The game will be on ESPN tonight. The game will also be heard on 98.7 ESPN New York. If you're not in the New York area, get the 98.7 ESPN app. It's free. You can listen to the game on the app. People have told me that when they lose the station, they're out of range. They punch it up on the app in their car, and they can listen to the game. Sam and, um, and Dave will have the call. Game four. So if you're out of the New York area, get, uh, get it on the app. Coverage will begin. I'll do a special show beginning at 7 o'clock. Take you right up till 8 o'clock for the drop of the puck. So we'll be back with you again tomorrow. This is the Tuesday edition of Game Misconduct. This is the Game Misconduct Podcast with Don LaGreca.